Moncton, Vermont, 3 a.m. As you, the astute listener, may have noticed, many of our chapters in this story start with a bit of a bang, an explosion, a large display of magical energy, or an ecological disaster. However, this chapter starts very small, almost imperceptibly, for this chapter starts with a hole. Above a patch of worked earth, there's a hole. Just a hole. It makes no noise. It emits no light. It just sits there, open. And we pull back from the hole to see this worked earth that it sits over is part of a familiar scene, a farm. A farm that our heroes have found themselves visiting time and again, home to a pack of werewolves. Slowly as the night goes on, the hole gets bigger. So I assume that everybody is probably going to start with like being on the werewolf farm, having decided, hey, we should go check this out. Uh, is that is that fair? Or do you yeah. want to like? Yep, I feel like yeah. Albion might have been back from uh from home for just a few hours at this point. Okay, so he's just like, hey, we're hey guys, I'm back. At- oh god, something's happening, isn't it? I mean, we you guys could like drive over there and have ketchup in uh in the car that is a scene that you can do if you want yeah so so albion so albion just is in the driver's seat of the car he's like uh so uh how was y'all's uh trip to new york i kept getting a lot of texts from des about it um was a vampire i guess yeah we kicked his ass i mean good i'm glad i'm sorry i wasn't there to help with that uh Everything good with the family? Yeah, everything's fine. Just some uh, some weird shit came up with some uh, folks local. Some business with my group. So I had to go and investigate that. and I had to spend time with the family. Oh, you had to spend time with the family who loves you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, Ro, why you gotta no. make it like that? It's fine. Make- I'm just, it's fine. Go it's easy just... on him, Ro. I, he's been around his sisters for a few days. I have been roasted relentlessly for days. Exactly. 
You get no sympathy from me. (laughs) No, I don't get any sympathy from you. You get it worse. Yeah. This is why I'm an only child. At least I'm taller than my siblings. Row high fives, Des. Shh. Shut up. Shut up. So I've been thinking while I've been in Oklahoma, and uh, I have some concerns about how shit went down on the boat that night. For uh, we all sort of, before I had to head out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, remember that thing that Marcus got in a whole shit ton of trouble for? You know, mind magic and wiping folks' memories? Mm-hmm. Champ just did that all fucking willy-nilly. In front of Beaumont. I mean... Th- there's gotta be some sort of repercussions, right? I mean, I, it's fucking champ. Like, yeah. I, I doubt it affects us at all. I mean, do the rules even apply to an ancient original wizard? A fucking polisiosaur? I mean, that's something I feel like I have to ask uh, Beaumont about. I'm just sort of confused and have some questions and comments about that. Do we want the rules to apply to a big dinosaur fish? I just want to understand. I think the less the wizard cops get involved, probably the better in this case. <sighs> yeah, fair. I'm just baffled in what that means for, uh... I mean, that shit's dangerous regardless of who's doing it. I don't know if, uh... If Champ accidentally broke our friend Nicholas's mind or anything. The good captain and whatnot. I think he's fine. When I saw him down at the docks the other day, I waved at him and he hid. <laughs> yeah, though, yeah, that, that sounds does sound like good normal. old Captain Nico. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds that that sounds pretty standard. Yeah, he he saw that it was you and did not want to have any further engagement with you that might lead to <laughs> him going out on the water with your group again. So he he very conveniently found work to do on his boat. He he really uh hit the poop deck. He, okay, that's just the deck in the back. <laughs> that's just the back top deck. You know that, right? The the poop deck. You term. are a child. The boat. boat She's ter- I am an adult, sir. I can say swears. <laughs> say one right now. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, Pick you got girl. me. You got me there. <laughs> Crap. I. You know what? I have nothing. I've got nothing for you. Uh, what I do <laughs> have. Yeah, for being a poop nose. <laughs> what I do have. Yeah, you is fart. A question. What are y'all listening to on the drive down? What are we listening to? Yeah, music. Like, what What are you for? Who has the uh, radio? That depends on who's in the front seat right now. Who's riding shotgun with uh, with Albion? Me. What CD How? from Albion's yeah. collection did you put on? Uh. Note, Albion does not listen to country. <laughs> Technotronic. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so we have Daft Punk playing right now. Pump up the jam. <laughs> I mean, I will absolutely accept some Daft Punk playing on the on the speakers. Yeah, Technologic, cool song, good song. Uh, harder, better, faster, stronger. Hell yeah, absolutely. Aerodynamic, sweet, it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, so all, all them hits are are going mm-hmm. as you're as you're driving along. Uh, Albion, I need you to make me a quick driving roll, if and you don't mind. And uh, before I do that, I do want to say about this album, it's not any particular one of Daft Punk's albums. It is a CDR with Daft Punk, parentheses, the good ones, written on it in Sharpie. Yeah, Technologic and the, and the other songs are not on the same album. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a mix that Albion made when he was in high school that he still listens to. Ah, uh, so uh-huh. it wouldn't have random access memories? Or would it? 
Actually, that came out in 2013. I think Albion's right? young enough that it would. Yeah, you might you might actually have some of those real, real good jams. Some tasty, tasty jams. Do you have Giorgio Moroder on there? I do. Absolutely, I do. Okay, good, because that one, that one bangs. Um, hey, Bailey, what was your favorite episode of Green Mountain uh, Mysteries? I read the one where they talked about <laughs> Daft Punk for a long time. Yeah, I knew exactly what you were doing. Um so, yes, make me that driving role, and it's going to be restricted by alertness. So uh, give me a quick alertness of uh, target four. That's fine. I hit that. My alertness is a three, and I got a plus one. Okay, so you are not going to be hindered in making your driving roll. Uh, I would say that this is a two, uh, a two driving roll, and I'll tell you what is going on so that you know the stakes. Uh, because you yep. noticed what's happening... You actually have a chance to react to it appropriately. There is an animal in the road. Uh, as you are, as you'd been sort of distracted, uh, maybe talking about Daft Punk, maybe talking about apparently Champ breaking the laws of magic. Uh, like you, you sort of look, to, you turn and look at maybe uh, Sylvester for a second. And when you look back, there is a deer in the road. All right. Now, listen, I know that a lot of people think Get Lucky is, like, the best song, but honestly, I gotta give it to Robo. Oh, shit! So, make me a driving roll, <sighs> and the target is a two, and that's for a baseline success. If you beat that by two more, then you are very safe. All right, I got... Ooh, that's a good, that's a plus three. I got a... That's a, th that's a four. Okay, so instead of having the instinct to slam on the brakes, you as a seasoned driver uh, actually swerve. Seasoned. Bah, I only have a plus one. Okay. You're, apparently you're used to dodging animals in the road, though, or you just remember how to do this correctly, where you have that moment where like the physics in your brain calculates, can I stop in time, or do I have the required time to like maneuver? And you know, kind of like looks around and notices, oh, I have this much shoulder available to me and the deer is moving that way. So the deer is running across the road uh, from passenger side towards driver's side. So you realize that like in that split second that you can take the, uh, the shoulder and kind of swerve around that way and you will miss while applying some brake pressure as well. Not too much so that you don't skate or roll. So yes, do you want to bring the car to a complete stop or having avoided any sort of collision uh, expertly, do you want to keep driving? Um, I think we're just gonna keep going, but Albion's gonna slow down for a second. Like, Holy shit, you think that would have happened sooner here in Vermont, but fuck, that, that does not ever get easier. You guys good? Um, yeah. 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 I, yeah. Uh... Can I have everybody make me a lore roll right now? And your target for the lore roll is a four. <sighs> that's a no from me, dog. Negative um, two. That is a negative. That, that's a plus one for me only. Three. Zero. Okay. Uh, so the moment can pass by or you can do whatever you want. Uh, give me a fate point. I don't know. Um. I have five. I can I can feed you a fate point. Uh, I guess uh, I'll invoke teacup loving tailspinner because hey, you hear about that one where we almost hit a deer? Um, I'm gonna go with in this case. I don't know if that's the most applicable. Like right now, 
you know, you, you kind of have your hair standing on end, like you got goosebumps mm-hmm. from this experience, and you're kind of trying to place where this feeling is coming from that seems like it's not adrenaline or, like, nerves or whatever. Then tag born with the gift? Yeah, that seems that seems a much more uh, reasonable okay. indication here. I'll take it. That would put it up to a five. Okay. Yeah, so something has Des spooked. Um, the more observant among you would notice that uh, she definitely has goosebumps. Um, and, like, her hair is standing on end. Um, just, like, you know, the like, the, the hair on the back of your neck is just all bristled. Uh, like, you, you feel something peculiar about that interaction. Uh, Albion is right. You know, all this time, you haven't really encountered uh, an animal jumping in front of your car. But you f- you just feel instinctively that there was something more to it than just just some rogue deer. Um, I am curious. What time of day is it? I am going to say that it is. Oh yeah, it's actually uh morning. Like you've probably all had a chance to have breakfast and stuff. So I'm gonna say it's before lunch. So I'm I, I'm aware then that it's like a little too late in the day for deer to be jumping into the road. Yeah, this is not, like, the time of day that deer are typically most active. All right. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Alvin's going to stop the car. Um, Des, we, uh, we good? Uh, j- just just a moment. I, I Can I do another lore roll? Just to see if I can pick up on anything else? So you're doing this as an investigatory lore roll instead of an alertness? Yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, go for it. Uh, I'm going to say to pick up... Pick up anything that you'd be trying to pick up here. I'm going to go with that's a five. Okay. Would it make more sense said to get out of the car and do an investigation roll or? I mean, just give me that lore roll and we'll. I'm going to do roll. Yeah, yeah. we'll see I'm what happens. Do... All right. So that is a six. Wow. You put your senses out there. Okay. You feel something. Uh, you have your, your sort of psychic radar going ping. Uh, you know, you got the beeps, the creeps, and the sweeps. And you, you, you feel the direction that that deer was running. Uh, you, you feel something coming from that way, like, oh, something supernatural is out in that direction. Uh, it's hard to put your finger on it, but you definitely feel kind of like, oh, maybe, maybe that deer was not just a normal deer. It really seems to corroborate that notion. And it's com- I'm feeling it from where the deer is coming from or heading to. Oh, where, like, it ran across the road and disappeared into the woods, and uh, you're feeling it from the direction that you presume it ran off into. You can't see it anymore. It is, it is, and it's, it's gone. And it's the woods, too. Yeah, it's off in the woods. Okay, um, uh, so, um, guys, uh, there's something supernatural nearby in the woods. Uh-oh. Uh, with would it would it be with your success on that role combined with your previous success, you have the feeling that it's probably that deer that is you know causing you to have like causing you to sense something uh, out of the ordinary. Oh, okay. Um, I uh, some there, there's something there's something off about that deer specifically, guys. Jade, you want me to see if I can like um, off good, off bad. I want to see if I can follow it. Ah. Uh, uh, is it possible for us to just take a maybe just a quick little hike in the woods, like yeah. old times? Ro- Rose already getting out of the car. She's very up for following a deer to into the woods. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Begrudging as always. 
I mean, you guys did, you know, help with the whole fucking vampire thing with sister thing. I mean, it'd be kind of a dick move. I was just like, fuck you guys. I'm walking home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that is your prerogative, but. My prerogative is to be a dick, but a heroic dick. <laughs> Are you a heroic comedic sociopath? Have you finally crossed that line? Probably a justice dick. Like Team America, world police. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. All uh, right. I'm going to make a quick roll. Oh, fun. I did a good roll. Okay. So, uh, yeah, everybody, if you could, since you are making an active uh, sort of check here, could you make me investigation checks, please? And thank you. Your target is a two. Well, I do get just a two, unfortunately. I also got a two. Uh, okay, I got a one. one. I got a three. Okay, so everybody but the person who was like, man, I think there's something off about that deer. Uh, <laughs> you, all three of you who were not Des, uh, you, you sort of take a look out into the woods. There's a good amount of daylight. It's pretty cloudless day right now. So you are able to spot something out of place. Um, it looks like somebody has attempted to duck down into the underbrush and sort of make themselves hidden and camouflaged into the terrain, uh, but they have not done an amazing job because even at distance, because this is at distance, mind you, this is well into, uh, into that stand of forest, you, you can tell that something is out of place. So this this is like maybe a couple hundred feet away from you. All right, well, <clears throat> think we should check that out. It's probably for the best. Yes. Okay. Check what out. Um, over there, there's um, you can it, I think it ducked down and it's hiding. Albion is going to unsnap the little strap on his gun, but he's not going to pull it yet. He's gonna start making his way over there, but he's gonna try and keep low and keep quiet. Okay, uh, I need you to make me a stealth roll real quick, and you are going to be rolling that. Unfortunately, there's the scene tag against you of literally nowhere to hide, so you're at a minus two on the stealth roll. Okay, that is a plus three. I don't have. What's my target roll? I mean, uh, you are actually setting the okay. difficulty um, here with your stealth roll. It's only a plus one. I'm not gonna tag anything. Okay. Immediately as you start walking forward in the general direction of where you think something is, um, that shape moves and uh, what it's pretty clearly a person or something person shaped that has just like bolted, ducked down low to try to stay as out of sight as possible, uh, realizing that they're maybe not as well hidden as they thought they were. Uh, and they have ducked down behind... Uh, they seem to have bolted behind a better cover, so they are now currently out of sight, whatever it is. Uh, how are you reacting to that? I mean, I don't want to just, like, fucking scare a hunter right now, if that's what this is, but... Albion's just gonna sigh and just sort of not so subtly just walk at a powerful, at a quick pace. Like, not like like a power walk, not like a jog towards that cover. Just hands out so that he's not, like, hands not at his gun. Okay. Uh, as you as you start to make your way, uh, I'm going to have you roll me one more 
stealth roll. Uh, this time there's no hindrance, just flat stealth. Well, that's a plus three this time. Again, that's going to be a three. Okay. Um, the instant that you step into the underbrush, being very careful, mind you, to move quickly, but without being like uh, careless, you- you're still making noise as you do. And even just that small amount of noise that you make, uh, as soon as you start making it, boom, there's motion uh, faster than you can initially react to as uh, what looks like that deer you saw earlier just bolts out from behind that like large rock uh, that had provided cover to whatever you saw moving back there and it just whew, scoots away uh, as in the opposite direction uh, just as far away from you as it can go. Alright I'm sprinting at this point because I know this is something weird now. Okay uh, everybody else Albion is sprinting. I need you all to make me a quick alertness. Uh, your target is going to be a, a three. Everyone who's not Albion. Cool. Five. Okay. Four. Okay. Five. Okay. It is blindingly obvious to all of you uh, that that same deer that jumped in front of your car is running away from Albion, and Albion is now sprinting after it. So, uh, how is everyone reacting to this moment? How many zones away is it? Uh, it is hundreds of feet away from you. Me sprint. Uh, so, okay. It will, so you is it running to... straight back into the woods, or is it running in a direction? Uh, it appears to be running just straight back, um, like, <laughs> just perpendicular to the line of you, uh, you standing at the side of the road. It is going as far away from you as it seems to be possible to do. Me sprint. Okay. Is it too far away to cast a spell at it? Um, you can try, but targeting that spell will be very difficult. Uh, just because it's it's getting to the part where it is very difficult to even like accurately po- see this thing without mm-hmm. any sort of assistance. Because, again, it started a couple hundred feet away and is running away from you before you have a chance to react. So you can try. I'm just going to let you know that you are going to be very disadvantaged in uh, positioning whatever spell you're doing. I think I'll wait then. Okay. So we have uh, two. We have our two athlete boys are sprinting after it. So, okay. Uh, this is, this is going to be a chase. Ooh, and wait. yes, I also am running. Okay, I'm running. <laughs> okay, you're so the three of you are running. Um, <laughs> Des, are you going to also join in this sprint chase time? I'm so bad at athletics, but you, yeah, I'll join in. You don't have to. Okay, okay. Well, what am I gonna do? Just stand there like an idiot? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, you could be the one person who's like. You know what? I'm going to conserve my energy today. We were going somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's like take either the that stairs. or I try to hit it with a gonta and have to roll against like a 12 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the worst that happens is you fail. That's terrible. We can't so, have that. I could, do, I could always try, right, guys? Right? You, you can no, always okay. try. So, okay. Uh, we're going to be doing this in... Uh, going to be doing this in alertness order i suppose and we're going to be doing this as a chase there is a target um that has to be hit in this case 
and it is to close the gap between you and uh, this thing that I'm going to say is seven zones? No, maybe five zones, we'll call it, away from you. Zones can be fairly large. So I'm going to go ahead and say that it's five zones away. Each zone, as it is underbrush and forest, is going to be considered to have one level of obstacle in it. So uh, for those of you that don't have inhuman speed, that's going to slow you down at least a little. So, okay, let's go in initiative order. I believe that starts with row. If this thing gets 10 zones away from you, um, it is gone completely. Uh, if you are able to keep pace or catch up to it with uh, with 15 zones of movement, then you will get there. If 15 zones of movement happen and you do not catch it, it will also have gotten away. So what are you doing, Ro? Okay. I'm just going to run and catch up to it. So that's just a sprint? Yeah, just a sprint. Okay. Give me Give me your sprint. Just a plain roll? That's a three, unless I'm adding athletics to it uh yeah sprinting is athletics oh okay well that's a four okay great it is also going to roll now because it uh i'd say at the end of the round cycle those conditions will will check for uh so okay it's rolling uh cool it moves fully five zones away so between row and it is a six zone gap and the rest of you is currently 10 zones uh now you two get to uh albion what's your alertness my alertness is three okay so you're also going in this round of initiative so uh yes it is currently 10 zones away from you you basically can't see it all right until you finish um cool all right four pluses so that is an athletics roll of uh six okay that means that since each zone is obstructed by uh, one, you're going to get to go three zones on that movement. I am going to also ta- uh, invoke Odin Bless Stalker of Shadows. Okay. So you're going to end up in the same zone as Ro. Alrighty. So you, you've you made it four zones. Now, Cooper Smith, Doctor. Yeah. I mean, technically also we have uh, our friend... Desdemona on this initiative uh, of two. So, do you want to? Who wants to do their thing first? Uh, Des, you can do your thing first. Cause all right, they... I'm gonna see if I I can't. I'm gonna see if I can't hit it with Laganta just to like slow it down a bit. Okay. So great. Uh, how strong of a bind spirit to earth are you attempting to do? Let's see. That's a three maneuver. That's as your basic rote for it. Uh-huh. You can go harder. You can go as hard as you like, just it'll start costing you more mental stress if you go above your conviction. Uh yeah, I just also there's gonna be so it's gonna be so hard to hit that I imagine that the numbers are already gonna be quite high. So let's just keep it at the rote level, because I think it's gonna be hard enough to hit. Okay. Roll that conviction. Alright, that is a three. Okay, you've gathered the power. Now, for targeting that power, because you can control it by default with a rote, you still need to target it with your discipline mm-hmm. roll. Mm-hmm. So you have a three, but also you have two scene tags that are acting against you. One is vast distance, and the other is near impossible to see. So that's a target seven on your discipline to effectively... <laughs> 
control this near impossible spell move you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I figured something like that. Okay. All right, and that's discipline. So I rolled yep. five. So if I actually invoke something. Oh, shit, you got a five. Such as perhaps, hey, I can actually do this. That would bring it to a seven. So you you reach inside yourself to that self-confidence place where you know that you've done things that you a younger you would have absolutely thought impossible. Even like a one year younger you would have thought you could never do. Uh, it seems that you have not reached the limits of your potential yet. So you extend yourself out and you sort of use that psychic sense that you had projected out there to recognize that maybe this thing was supernatural in some way. And you sort of focus on that feeling and you use it to sort of instruct the spirits around you. Hey, slow that down. Can can I also just kind of tell the spirits to like the less scary arms because she doesn't want to scare it. <laughs> Like, I mean, it's already scary enough being bound to the ground, but like, it, like not the, the spoopy arms. I mean, there is, it's ghoulish no matter what you do. That's just sort of, it's gonna be that. I know, but she, at least her intentions are good. Oh, absolutely. And that actually matters with magic. So, you know. Yep. So, yes. Your I took my mental hit. Perfect. Your intentions are benevolent. You have managed to put a maneuver on this thing. So it has a difficulty challenge of three. Uh, those of you who have ran uh, to get towards it, you definitely can notice uh, there's some there's some of what looks like Des magic happening over there. Holy crap. Des is like hundreds of feet away from this. <laughs> wow. All right, Sly, go the distance. <laughs> Basically, she just Kobe. Yay. He's going the distance. He's okay, going so... for speed. Athletics roll. Yeah, you're sprinting, baby. Yeah, I got a five. Okay, so you would only be able to go two zones on that, and this thing is ten zones away. Okay. You may give me fate points to invoke your aspects if you want to cover more of that distance. Yeah, I'm a use. Nobody likes wizards, because obviously there's magic fuckery afoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm going to use my foot. Or running and maybe kicking. We don't know yet. It could happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that would put you one zone behind your friends. That would get you three zones. Yay. Okay. Uh, great. Are we going back to the top of the initiative order then? Yes. Okay. So uh, I believe that's Albion because he kind of had the jump. Uh, so Albion. Uh, what am I rolling? Athletics? I mean, if that's what you want to do, yes, because, uh, yeah. Football so tackle. You have six zones to clear. Mm, that's less good. That's um, that's just a plus one. So that's a four athletics. Okay, well, that will get you two zones closer. Sorry, oh, no, that's just a plus one, so that's a three athletics. That will get you one zone closer. Ooh. Okay, so you have a distance of five zones between you and whatever this is this deer so it is deer time deer time uh deer so is going deer. deer is going to do something quickly that is deer a with a question mark 
Yeah, deal with a question mark is going to do something that necessitates supplemental action and main action. So take the supplemental first. Okay, amazing. And uh, then the main action. Okay, those of you who are in the chase and are like, I guess six or so, uh, six or fewer zones away, you can you can definitely tell like that this thing has uh, shaken off Dez's. Uh, Des's spell that she was using, but that's all that it has done in this particular exchange. Uh, it, it took its full main action to do that, so it is not getting any further away from you. Um, anybody, Yay. anybody on a subsequent action in this round that uh, is not Des because you are very far away can mm-hmm. make a quick alertness roll uh, to determine something, and it will be at no penalty. So speaking Three. of next initiative, it's Gwen. Okay. With Ro. Well, I rolled an alertness of five, so I'd like okay. to know what's happening. Uh, great. You needed to hit a uh, a five, actually, so you did it. Cool. Um. So this this animal has escaped from the ghoulish bonds uh, that it was sort of being held down by, and you you fully expect it to take like the position to start running away as you are making to chase uh it's not doing that what's it doing instead it doesn't you're doing it doesn't seem to be doing much of anything except looking in your general direction but uh from from this quick alertness what you can tell is that it is not positioning itself to sprint away immediately deer are quick on the jump though you know Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not currently doing that. So what are you doing with your action? Uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna stop running, and I'm just gonna stand there and look at it and uh, say, "Hey, um, are you good, bud?" And are I'm you just yell- it's, yelling? It at sounds the like you're trying to do some kind of a social maneuver to like uh, engage in a rapport with with the deer. Rapport with the deer. Yes. I would like to report so, with a deer, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, great. So give me your rapport, and okay. uh, then so. it's gonna roll. It's gonna roll empathy to attempt to understand your intentions. That is only a three. Okay. Uh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So this deer, uh, it's just kind of. It has not gone any further away. Now that you have stopped and tried to rapport with the deer, uh, <laughs> it doesn't look like it's coming closer, but it's not moving any further away. So uh, now we have Dr. Cooper Smith. Hey, yo. You, you can make that quick alertness roll now if you would like. Uh, three. Okay. Yeah, you don't really know necessarily what is happening because you're a little far away. Uh, you you don't get the sense of what this thing is doing yet. As far as you are aware, it's still trying to get away. Okay. So what are How you am doing? I doing if... Yeah. What are you doing in this uh, round of the exchange? Uh, I guess I'll just get closer or whatever. Okay. Make me a sprint. Five again. Okay. That'll get you two zones closer. Yay. You're bridging the gap. How many uh, is that now? Um, I believe... I believe you made three last time, so you're five zones away from this thing now. Okay. Yeah. It, you're, Can I use you're another ba- fate point to get closer, or what? 
You could, yes. Um, you could absolutely do that. I'm going to use three-legged horse, because horse race. <laughs> just I mean... two-word justification. Horse look, race. Look, man, I got the booster in my left arm, and I got the flu shot in my right. I ain't feeling too shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, uh, thank you, by the way, for doing that. We all appreciate it. And uh, I get it. I get it. So uh, thank you for doing your best to stay safe. Uh, we. Yay. You are able to get one zone closer as well. Uh, I'm going to say that you can attempt that uh, passive uh, sort of alertness. Not passive, but yeah. Try the alertness again. Uh, this time your target's a four. Yay. I got a two. Okay. Yeah, you still don't know. <laughs> you are You are focused on trying to not fall and like trying do, to do sure do that... do 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 yeah y your focus is still very much on like your own running um do, do, and do, do, do. thank you chariots of fire theme yay if oh god if you haven't seen the rowan atkinson performance at uh oh I think no, it that's was great the, yeah the opening ceremony of the london games that was so good that was good uh yeah so uh yeah great you are chariots of firing your way into this scene uh head empty no thoughts uh believe that we have a des who this is all very much on like the edge of your vision so you're gonna have to actively try to see what's going on if you want to do any sort of main action uh what would I... you like to do this round as your friends continue sort of moving away from you I think that she wants to try to follow the game, but, like, at not as fast a pace. Okay. You know, like, try to get closer to them. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to be totally alone. So, okay, great. Um, This is still going to be considered a sprint roll, because it's just, like, how far can you get? Okay. Um, so and that's um athletics. athletics, right? Okay. Yes. Right. That's a zero. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm going to say that you can minimum move one zone just because. I mean, you're We're, trying. Your peloton's not saving you. You need to. She doesn't have a peloton. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she never got one. <laughs> oh, man. We were, we were all just making jokes about that because of that bad ad campaign that happened that, that point in time. That was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she probably, like, got a bit of her skirt caught in a thorn bush no, the or something. Was this like, way, oh, yeah. here. Oh, God. <laughs> there, wolf. There, castle. <laughs> oh, right. No, lift. <laughs> what? Oh, God. I like how we can all do an Albie impression now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene in... It's like that scene in Teen Titans where they all dress up as Robin. Weird, you? <laughs> oh, man. Very good. Very good. Okay. Speaking of where deer, uh, Albion, you are over, I think, currently the closest. All right. Um, so uh, make me that make me that quick start around alertness on this thing. Alertness is one of my good stats. What is okay, my target? Tar uh, I believe you're three zones away, so we're going to go with three. All right. That's a five. Okay, great. Uh, it has stopped running. At least it's, yeah, it's definitely stopped running at the moment. Uh, you're not sure if it's going to sprint away if you start moving. All right, Albion's going to spread his hands moving. again. He's going to be like, all right, now, I think we both know you aren't just a normal deer. If you are, it's going to be real fucking embarrassing. But, uh, listen, um, <laughs> you kind of almost hit our car. I'm just trying to figure out what the deal is here. 
So are you uh are you attempting to rapport this deer? Yes, I guess. <laughs> okay. I don't like, think it's just a deer. Yeah, you're you're trying to you're trying to open up and be like, hey man, this is a safe space for you to be a deer or not. Give me that rapport. Alright. Ooh, if that minus was in there, that would have been great. Um, that's gonna be a four. Okay. Um, cool. It looks like uh this deer does not misread your intentions. Um, which is not something that you would normally be able to ascertain from a deer. And uh, you are able to ascertain that because it's its action now. And instead of really doing much of anything to, like, you know, move, it ends the chase. Because it spends its round turning into a person. Your Marty Feldman impression was correct. Where do you? Buddy, it's Michael, your GM, your best friend, and your back from hiatus boy. That's right. It's a new episode of our regular series of Green Mountain Mysteries, episode 48, baby. Pew, 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 fireworks, explosions, hooray. Anyway, uh, I, you know, this is the kind of energy that I'm bringing after two months away from doing regular episodes. Who boy, that's a good sign. I'm actually going to eschew the typical ad read for this episode, uh, because I want to thank all of you who are listening for listening. And beyond that, I want to take the time I would spend reading an ad to thank all of you for your support, your patience, and just all of the love that you have shown uh, while we put the show on a brief hiatus so that we could get our shit back together and uh, stop being so burned out because I know that I had absolutely burnt myself out in a bad way. Um, taking a, a couple of months to, you know, not have the pressure of uh, putting out uh, an episode every couple weeks with new music and you know, proper production and editing and everything uh, has been really reinvigorating and really recharging for all of us. Uh, we've all been able to come back to this with, uh, you know, having a lot more fun, uh, which is why we do this in the first place. And I imagine why most of you listen <laughs> is to hear us having a, having fun uh, with what we're doing. So thanks for Thanks for sticking with us uh, while we did what we needed to do to make sure that we could keep on making the show for all of y'all. So genuinely, I just wanted to say that uh, we love you, we appreciate you, and we thank you. Um, so I hope you are enjoying the episode so far, and I... <laughs> oh boy, it's going to go some wild places in this campaign, in this... Uh, this set of episodes pretty soon, so look forward to that. And I certainly can't forget to thank the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show, as well as being a wonderful group of people who were also very supportive and helpful uh, while we were 
recuperating and, you know, taking some downtime. Uh, they had some lovely ideas for uh, bonus content and for, you know, how to keep uh, keep ourselves engaged with all of you uh, during during that period. So thank you again to them and for the shows that they host, which you should go listen to because they're great uh, shows like No Dice, our sort of sister RPG show. There's Home Viewing, where uh, John and Bethany go through all of the movies that they own, maybe too many movies, and talk about them, see if they still, you know, hold up. Um, I was on an episode of that talking about Logan. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Cult Classics, which is, hey, it's a make a bad movie, a bad horse girl movie podcast. And, uh, oh gosh, the yearly 12 days of Colt Smith or seven or eight days this past year, like, or the bad Hallmark movies, super fun. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, there's, you know, all sorts of other shows like The Ghoul Tank, where they make new cryptids, and Steampunks, where they talk about badass ladies and non-cis white men in uh, steam fields. Like, it, it's just, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff made by cool people. If you want to talk about the show and tell people you know that you think it's something that they might like, well, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at GMMCast and tweet about us with the hashtag GMMCast. We rely primarily on word of mouth for advertising and for getting new listeners. Uh, the only thing that we've done other than that was like that very good Deep Blue Ink animation. And I understand that's why a lot of you are listening right now. So uh, that rules. Thank you. I were glad to have you. Uh, there's also the Discord server that we have where uh, we've been able to have a lot of fun hanging out with a good number of you, uh, which uh, is just so cool. Uh, we have a fun community there. We like to play Jackbox games uh, and, you know, just have other community uh, fun times and also a lot of memes. Uh, Darius is resident meme lord, but recently has been given a run for his money by some of our uh, newer listeners. So who boy. We also still have our merch store, so if you want to uh, support the show by putting something on your torso or up on your walls, very cool. Uh, we would love that. And I uh, also released the soundtrack for chapters three and four to my own personal band camp, just like I did with chapters one and two. And there is a absolutely kick-ass piece of art for chapters three and four it is spooky as all shit thank you so much again to lou for that one uh you can find them on uh on twitter at skip to my you know like skip to me skip to my lou it's very good it's a very good pun uh and just oh the the work they do is always incredible uh so yeah just uh all this good stuff i yep i'm rambling now that's cool Anyway, I love you. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome to the world of Pokémakers. We're Professors Fierce and Fierce, but you can call us Alex and JD. And we're making an all-new Pokémon game. But not, like, coding it, just in podcast form. What does that mean? Well, we're going to have discussions planning out our own region. Characters such as gym leaders, professors, and our own evil team. And of course, all new Pokemon. Check us out at Pokemakers on Twitter, on the Pocket Podcast Network, or wherever you find podcasts. Gotta, Gotta make them all. all! Uh, so, standing before you, still like a hundred feet away or so, somewhere in that ballpark, uh, there is a, 
young woman. She seems to be uh, very, very slender, very lithe. Uh, you would expect a lot of like, uh, basically like a, a sprinter kind of build. Um, you feel like, hey, that makes sense. She turns into a deer. Uh, she probably has some things in common there. Uh, there's a strong emotional connection oftentimes between what you turn into. So, yeah, like uh, her hair is like kind of a chestnut brown with like a bit of a dyed yellow, uh, sort of slight yellow, like a almost blondish thing going through it in a in a pattern that you would say is kind of akin to like, uh, well, yeah, like a deer's tail. Uh, so... Yeah, you you see this this young woman standing there, uh, and she just sort of says, "Hey, uh, so I am sorry about that. I will be. I just wasn't looking where I was going. Where I'm sorry. Uh, uh can I just like continue I mean, my day? I guess. Uh, I, I thank fuck. It's something weird, and I'm not just chasing after a fucking deer. Um." <laughs> oh, okay. This is this conversation has gone much differently than I thought it would. The fact that I'm a deer that turned into a woman is somehow comforting to you. Okay, great. Yeah, no, we're, we're friends with some werewolves up the road. It's a it's a whole thing. Oh, it, yeah. Oh, you are. That. Oh God, did I just make a social faux pas? Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, you you saw that I am. Uh, Somebody who turns into a deer, yes. Yeah, but I figured yeah. that they wouldn't—they wouldn't like hunt yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, they probably would. One of them has tried in the past. I mean, did they? But like, knowing you're a human, they tried to hunt you. That's just disrespectful. Are you? I'll, I'm gonna have to talk to them about that. I, I didn't say that. I just don't have necessarily. I, I'm a naturally cautious kind of person, and. uh that was one time too many. Um, Are you the only one out here? Who's to say, really? I mean, any of these animals could be people. Who knows? I don't know. I mostly just try to keep to myself. I just want to know if any more weird shit's going to jump in front of the car. Like I said, I'm sorry I wasn't paying attention. I will be more conscientious. Oh, I'm future. just glad I didn't hurt you, mostly. Uh, that that would have that fucking sucked. Oh, same. Um, Listen, uh, so I'm Albion, and... uh. Just extends a hand expectantly. Yeah, I I'm still uh I'm still kind of over here. Um, I would it's a long walk to not like a handshake, not like a handshake, Michael. Like, oh, oh, palm up, like, and you are <laughs> gomu gomu no. <laughs> okay. Uh, she she just says, yeah. Uh, I have a cool, clear creek calling my name, so I'm just uh I'm gonna respond to that. Uh, now, if you don't mind, I, I'm a little busy. Uh, yeah, sure, cool. Um, okay. listen, Bye, dear we're lady. in the Burlington area, so, uh, you ever run into anything nasty or, uh, unpleasant that you might need some assistance with, uh, Albion pulls out, he went to Staples and had some business cards made. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna like set it down. It's you like, just gonna leave it in the it's woods just, for her. It's a. It's like, gonna eat it. Hi, we may have met. Like we may have met under weird circumstances. I will. Like I'll explain why you should call this number and the number. She's, Amazing. She's just gonna. She's just gonna fucking eat it. <laughs> uh, she she looks at you doing this and just says, 
don't litter and then turns and <laughs> is a deer and sprints away. <laughs> Smooth moves. Um, Albion. This is probably when Des catches up, right? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Do we get it, guys? Yeah. Uh, Albion just littered. Well, Albion littered. It's a bad man. Listen, it, <laughs> it's, litter. it's paper. Bad, it's bad not man. even. I didn't even get semi gloss. It's just going to turn into mulch if it rains. That's still but, litter. Ro picks up the card. That business card? <laughs> that means we have two criminals. I mean, game recognizes game, Albion, but why are you trying to put your business card in the middle of the woods? Um, so. And where'd the deer go? I don't know where the uh, deer lady the deer, went. The deer was a lady. What? Yeah, the deer was a, a lady. She's a shape changer. Okay. That makes sense, I guess, regarding why I felt the way I did when I saw it. Okay. Yeah, she was a weird, cute and... deer lady. Okay, let's... <laughs> and now okay, she's let's... gone. <laughs> and now she's cute. We should probably uh, go see her. Oh no, she's hot! She's she's finding some <laughs> cold, clear brook to um, drink should... out of, I guess. Um, yeah, let's just get to the freaking barn. So our intrepid adventurers make their way back to Albion's car. Did you turn your car off or is it still running there on the side of the road? Oh, no, I turned it off. Okay. Very conscientious. I might litter, but I'm not going to just leave a standing car in the middle of the woods. That's air pollution. (laughs) He's not that terrible. And also some opportunist could just take it, but that would be a weird turn of events because you are, I mean, you're kind of on Route 7 heading to Moncton. Who knows? Okay, anyway. Well, the good news is if someone steals his car, we call the police and they get arrested for all of the weapons in the trunk. Yeah, no, there's a reason why I don't leave my car running anywhere. Well, that's a story. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Uh, so you are able to make it all the way to the farm. And when I say all the way to, I mean, it's a short drive uh, the rest of the way to the farm where you see your friends and uh, they... They seem like they have been uh, expecting you, uh, waiting for you, because they are outside already and just like in the drive uh, when you pull up. John is already walking toward the car once it has reached a full stop. Hi, sorry, we got sidetracked. We kind of almost ran into a deer who was actually a person. Oh, um, oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, so you met Tatiana. Tati- oh, so she does have a name. She didn't want to give it to me. Obviously. Yeah. Um. Oh, y- did you mention us at all? Yeah, I did as a reason yeah. why it wasn't weird that we saw a deer lady. And apparently y'all tried to eat her at one point. Okay, so that's not technically correct. Um, it, she it was, eat your food? No, it, it was... Uh, he kind of leans in close and is like, Phoebe, Phoebe kind of tried to hunt her once uh, and then realized that she was a person and uh, it was real awkward. Yeah, I can imagine it would be. <laughs> yeah. So we we just kind of let her do her thing. Let's Let's just say that some real important lessons about boundaries uh, were... 
understood that day for our good friend Phoebe. Anyway, that's not really what we're here for. Uh, speaking of Phoebe, actually, uh, that's kind of why we called you, because she recognizes something that's happening here, and, uh, well, I mean, so do I, but, like, yeah, we were both there, but she's confirmed that suspicion that I had. Uh, let's just, why don't you guys come with me? So you head your way to a shed on the farm. Uh, all of you have been to this farm before. Uh, one of you has been to the farm fairly recently, earlier in the month, in fact. Um, so, Des, you're the first one to notice, oh, that shed is new. So you've never seen a shed in that position before. Um, you kind of have an insight into, like, hey, that's a maybe not the most like beneficial place to put it. It's kind of oddly positioned. Uh, you know, from your day of working on the farm. So, uh, yeah, so you have noticed that that seems out of place. Yeah. You guys have been busy. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we got that earlier today. Kind of, you know, uh, had to drop a drop a few Gs over at the Home Depot for a prefab, which I'm not too pleased about. Uh, from the deck, you can see Wesley in his wheelchair uh, with, with some lemonade, and he just pipes up, Ah, uh, we needed a new shed anyway. That old one was getting a little long in the tooth. Ugh, don't make me well, tell you to shut up, Wesley. Yeah, you'll piss off Will Wheaton if you do. I get uh, it! I, well, but but I why'd don't. you put it there, guys? Oh, yeah, that's kind of the thing that we uh, called you about. He opens the door to the prefab shed. And inside of this, there are no, there's no equipment whatsoever. Um, it's just sort of bare ground and walls and a door around a strange distortion in space. Yeah, so that showed up and, uh, didn't go away. And it was small enough that it would fit inside, uh, something of this size. So we figured we should probably just go pick up one of those, drop it on top of this, and, uh, I guess hope it goes away on its own, but it hasn't. So, yeah, Phoebe says that this is uh, some sort of rift to the never-never. N- nothing's come out of it, right? There's not going to be, like, giant bugs or anything, right, popping out? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, nothing seems to have come out of it yet. It's just kind of there, and it's just kind of a hole. Has anyone interacted with it? No. No, 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 no. Uh, we've all been... We've all been cautious, let's say. Even even Phoebe uh, hasn't tried to really pop in there, just because uh, she doesn't know exactly where she would end up. How, how long has this been here? Less than a day. Kind of noticed it last night, and uh, we've kept, you know, kind of kept a look at it, but, like, it was, it was late, and we were just trying to figure out what was happening here, so, yeah. And the morning it was still here when we... Had sort of kept a vigil and was like, okay, yeah, let's let's call the guys and uh, let's put a shed on it. So what do we do exactly? What did you do last time? Um, a giant centipede showed up. I shot it real good, and then the thing went away. Helpful. It's not. You're you're right. Yeah. So we're uh we're kind of freaked out, guys. Do we want to check it out? Well, see that's. A dangerous proposition. I don't know if that's a one-way trip or not. 
if there's someone in the Never Never, could we have them check it out on their end? I mean, I don't know how easily I can get in touch with Fendra Lilu, but uh, that would be my first. Doesn't have to be Fendra. You're right, it does not, and I would appreciate it if it wasn't. But do you think that would work somehow? Over for over on the porch, uh, Wesley pipes up again, just kind of like a smart ass. He's just like, I mean, if you guys want to like tie a rope around yourself, I can yank you out. This thing has brakes. That's no. No, yeah, I watched the mist. That's not gonna help if things go south. That's a great idea. Come on, um... I've seen holes. <laughs> you guys sure you don't want to indulge me in a, a little quick horror movie cliche? I mean, if you're gonna be the one at the end of the rope. Maybe you want to go in and we hold you, country boy. Ro walks over and starts to, like, try to tie a rope around him. <laughs> uh, okay, this is unfair. <laughs> it's your idea. Let's go. I absolutely <laughs> will wolf out on you if you keep doing this. Roe stops, takes a deep bow, and backs away as she's bowing. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was it was a joke. It was it was a joke, <laughs> gang. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Don't need to get crazy here. We just have uh, an interdimensional hole uh, on our barn yard. Listen, y'all. Do do we? I'm gonna poke my head and see what's what. That thing closes on me. You uh, you get in touch with Beaumont. You find my ass. Okay. Are you, Are you sure about that? I'm not really someone... sure about that, Des. But it's a, it's a plan. Well, is it safer for you to do it or for me or for someone at Lake? How is that going to affect you? Trips have never, never been fine before. Every time we visit a librarian, it's been fine. Okay. You, you can't be serious, Albion. Look, do you have a better idea? Because we're all just standing here shooting this shit and not getting anything done. I mean... Why don't I do a lore roll or something? I hate to say Wesley's idea might actually be better than yours. One point for the Wes! <laughs> you did not have to say that you, loud enough for him to hear it. You can see... You can see John has the words shut up almost <laughs> in his mouth and he catches himself and doesn't. Why don't... So are all the wolves there right now? You are currently just outside with John and Wesley. You have not seen Annie or Phoebe yet. So it's what, okay. a series of tunnels underneath or? Yeah, we don't know. Okay. Did you drop Do a rock down wanna... to see how far down it goes? I mean, it's it's kind of like an orb just sort of floating there. No. I'm going to well, drop a rock down don't... and see how far it goes. <laughs> okay. So, uh... <laughs> Sylvester. Why not poke it with a stick? <laughs> yes, Syl that's next. Sylvester, you have uh, you do the you rock have taken, with a stick. Scientific rock. process, motherfucker. <laughs> you have picked up a rock from outside, a little rock, and you sort of reach over. I will remind you this ethereally glowing tear between our reality and another, and drop a rock. And you don't hear anything after it crosses the threshold of Holy. whatever this is. So, yeah, it crosses whatever this thing's threshold is, and then just you hear nothing. And you don't see it okay, fall cool. down the other side. Alvin is walking to his car, and he's grabbing uh, his Spas 12 shotgun and a bandolier with um, shotgun shells that are full of metal shavings. Oh. Uh. So you basically have seen this and said... If anything's on the other side of it, I'm going to nuke it. 
I mean, if we're dealing with something nasty in the Never Never, I know how to hurt it real bad. So, all right, I've been packing so, this. I've, well, I've been packing this stuff ever since our running with the uh, body snatcher. So, so four of us, four ropes, four wolves. So everybody gets a wolf and a rope. Everybody gets a new wolf. It sounded weird. Yeah, Shit. no, that's a good idea. So four of us stay here. The other four go in. If there's any problems, if we get cut off, we're not alone. Yeah. Um, where Annie and Phoebe? Oh, um, they're both inside. You're okay. You're serious. I mean, Great. yeah. Okay. One of us can well, go first. I'll. Well, I don't want Albion to kill everything that's over there right off, but... I'm not gonna start with the shooting. That's not how I'm opening the thing. Okay. Well, you could tie the ropes to a car and then just pull us all out at once. Listen, if this thing, huh. if this door shuts on our ass, uh, y'all have Warden Beaumont's number? Yeah. Good, you call him. Okay. Rowan's gonna start tying a rope around her waist while everyone's talking. Wes... Wes, get the girls. Oh, oh, okay. You, uh, you, you really okay? Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, getting the girl, getting the girls. Uh, you see him just sort of turning uh his wheelchair around on the on the front porch, and he just sort of wheels himself inside. He's like, oh, okay. You, you can hear him sort of yelling for Annie and Phoebe inside, uh, inside the house. And uh, yeah, now you have all four of the wolves out there, and. Annie and Phoebe have are just sort of looking at you, Ro, and they're a bit incredulous. And Annie just looks at you like, "You're serious? You're you're gonna just go in there?" I mean, yeah, I have family on that side. I think that if something's over there, we can call for help, and if something is over there, we can come out and get help from you too, Phoebe just sort of looks at you and cocks an eyebrow and and just says, Vel, I also have relations on the other side. Perhaps then come with us. we go in, you and I go in together first. I know my way around in there. Ro nods and throws a rope. Uh, oh, okay. A, ah, y- okay. Yes, you, you are, you have become a woman of action. Very good. Yes. And she's just, <laughs> kind of clumsily tying it because again uh human hands are different for her she's not used to having opposable thumbs all the time uh she's gotten pretty good with them but you know uh some some assistance is required to get this rope securely tied so who's holding it out on the uh outside i may ask i'll stay okay so we currently have the other two wolves albion des and uh, the three wolves, actually, and uh, Dr. Cooper Smith on the Earth side. And then we have... No, I was going Ro. in. Oh, you're going in, too. Okay. Yeah, why not? Well, so uh, a pure mortal, a changeling, and a wolfware walk into a bar, and the bar turns out to be a portal to the Never Never that goes to a location that they don't know. Let's do this thing. So I'm going to make some quick survival rolls from the wolves because rope tying. Okay. Yep. Okay. Everything is done at least adequately, if not really well. Uh, So you know that you have ropes that are securely tied. So this, this hole in space 
is maybe big enough for one or two people to go through at the same time. So who's going in first? Me. All right. The person who has no relationship to the Never Never whatsoever <laughs> is going to go in first. I love that. And hates magic. Uh, I was going to say me. We can go in at the same time, Dingaling. So. It's one or two. You can hold hands. All right. We're going oh, Alpin's in. Alpin's going in also. Okay. You try to All hold right. my hands and I'll slug He's you. He's got the shotgun. He's got the shotgun out, but not like aim. He's not like looking down the sights. He's just got it in his hands. Okay. Good grief. All right. So you two cross over and disappear from the world as we know it. And you step into the never, never. There is this uh, moment where you definitely can feel the ropes have tension on them on the other side. Whoever's holding it. Um, are the other two going to follow immediately behind? Yes. Okay, great. So you make your way into the Never Never with Phoebe. Now, all four of you are standing in a patch of Never Never, and something about it feels... Well, okay, obviously it feels off because you are in a different plane. That's just a basic under fundamental thing. This place feels weird. Uh, where you are standing right now is pretty overgrown. It does not look like any specific space in the Never Never that you have been before. And you can see that Phoebe looks deeply uncomfortable with being where she is. Because, oh, this is probably Summer's hold then. Uh, I mean, the ground here is clearly got some level of being fertile it's farmland they've worked the land or it was naturally fertile or both so it feels like it might naturally have that connection more to summer than to winter so you've stepped out into what is apparently something inside the hold of summer and uh all four of you on the other side you know you're letting line go slack as they step in uh and then all of your lines just actually snap. Oh, God damn it. Oh, fuck. No. <sighs> the portal has not closed, but it's moved just slightly, and in such a, it's sort of shifted and warped. Uh, behind you, the four of you who are in the Never Never, can s you no longer feel tension on the ropes, and you turn around to see that the lines behind you lead to about where the hole is, and just drop to the ground. Wonderful. I'm gonna go see what the fuck that's about. <sighs> God damn it. Okay, so you're walking back toward the, yeah. uh, toward the... Yeah, I'm gonna rift. see where it leads to now. I'm just gonna poke my head out, essentially. Okay. Uh, Desdemona, what are you doing on the other side of things as the tension in your rope just disappears and it falls to the ground in front of you? The portal still there though, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Um it's just a smallish portal, right? Yeah, it's it's not like the uh you weren't actually there to see this sort of landscape swap. It is not big like that. It is just this larger than person sized uh sort of pulsing break in reality. Okay. Um because I've been thinking it might be interesting to try to look at it with the sight. Oh, that's a thing you have. 
Uh-huh. That's right. It's not just my trick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dez. I'm just hoping it's not Ted like that darn Chthonic Park. <laughs> awesome. All right. So Don't be a 10. <laughs> Albion has decided to poke his head through the hole, and Dez has decided to look at it with the sight. I am going to have Dez do the sight rolls, and then we will have a simultaneous sort of explanation of what you both experience. Okay. So make me a discipline roll for what you're looking at, and your target is a six. Six. Six, that's actually reasonable. I rolled a five. Okay, so you would be taking one mental stress and be unable to close the site for another round unless you uh, did something to prevent that. Um, hmm. I don't want this to go like it did last time, so I will... It is I'll tag an aspect. I will say hmm? it is one mental stress. It's only one. Yeah, I know, but I still have, like, that That would mean that I would need to roll six for discipline uh, or conviction, and then I would need to roll six again for another turn. Not necessarily. And I would like... That implies that you would not stop looking at the exact spot you're looking at. All right, I will take that mental hit then. Okay. Just making sure that you are clear. Uh, I don't want you to think that the stakes are necessarily more or less dire than they are. It's just like, I don't want to have to try to roll like six, like four times in a row. Please, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not again. Not again. Yeah. You will have to attempt to hit six now on this lore roll. Yeah. And then I will describe what you're looking at. <laughs> yeah, that's a six for lore. Okay. Awesome. All right. So have you ever seen a hole in the side of a sphere? I mean, of course you have. You've seen a bowling ball. Have you ever seen a bowling ball where the holes are sliding across the face of the bowling ball very, very slowly? I imagine you haven't because they don't make bowling balls that way. Yeah, no. But let's say that they did make a bowling ball that had a second bowling ball shell and the holes on the sort of second shell there we're always sliding just a little bit out of alignment with the holes of the main bowling ball. Okay, so apply that to something a sphere that's basically the size of the Earth and the shell that is bigger than the size of the Earth. Because the never-never and the, the uh, human reality do not map one-to-one. The hole is sliding its position. It's not moving because you, you if you... So to think about it from a physics perspective, your frame of reference determines what's moving and what isn't in this system. One of the two holes you're looking at is moving. You're not necessarily sure which one it is. All you know is that it is currently out of phase with whatever hole these two, uh, your friends stepped into. Albion. Yep. You are poking your head through this hole and you look out and you do not see a shed. You do not see a farm in Moncton. Uh, in fact, you're going to need to make me an immediate alertness roll to prevent uh, something from happening. And given that this is quite sudden that you are attempting to prevent, I'm going to have you roll me uh, an alertness of five. All right, come on, dice. All right, my alertness is three, so that's a plus two. That's a five. I do hit it. Okay. 
Uh, so you don't immediately fall because all of a sudden your head, gravity is pointing in a different direction from you expect it to. You are somewhere in the sky looking at the forest below and you almost fell through a hole in the sky hundreds of feet in the air. Oh boy. I immediately pull back in and just sort of... Yeah, you reach your hand out and you grab whatever your memory tells you was something nearby to try to brace yourself and prevent yourself from just falling through immediately as you have this gravitational sensation in two different directions on your body. Uh, make me a... Make, make me a might roll because you are acting against um, wrong gravity here. So your might roll is going to be a target two. I don't have a grid might score. Oh, oh God, oh no. Um, I don't have a might score at all, so that is just a minus one. Awesome. I love that for me. Uh, everybody else in the Never Never, make me an alertness roll. It's a target of two because you're probably, I assume, looking at Albion trying this thing. Four. Uh, three. Okay. All three of you notice. Um, Albion's head has not come back out of the hole, and it looks like he's trying. On the other side, I'm just like, guys, guys. Oh god damn it, they can't hear me, guys. Oh. oh, okay. They cannot. Yeah. Um, Albion's body is moving in ways that you cannot quite understand or put a finger on. Um, he might be yelling. You don't know. He could be falling. You're not sure. Uh, what are you doing? Ah. Uh. I, I will say the one hand I have that's in there, it's waving for them to come over. Rose going to go over and just pull Albion. Okay. Um, we pulling now? Okay. She could okay, be so mean and push him. Everybody, I assume, is going to attempt to pull Albion out. Awesome. Hooray. Uh, everybody, make me a uh, might roll. Your target is zero to assist Albion with this. Everyone who succeeds is going to give Albion a plus one on this next roll. Okie dokie. Um, I'd rather not. It's just a straight up zero. A zero is uh. a success. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah. I said your target was a zero to assist here. Oh, I thought you said one. Uh, oh, so zero. That's funny. You want to know something funny? What? I got a six. Okay. He's fine. All of the other things I was about to narrate are, you know, like, it's talk about consequences of roles. They are completely irrelevant. Um, Dr. Cooper Smith, you walk over there and you just physically remove Albion from, uh, from this hole. Uh, Albion, I'm going to need you to make me a quick alertness um, as you are going. Uh, and your target is going to be a five. And then uh, it's actually going to be uh, restricted by lore. Give me a lore roll target five. Okay. My lore roll is just my base of... No. Yeah, no. It's just my base of two. I'm going to tag... Um... Okay. It just okay, means your alertness fine. is going to be at a minus one. So make that alertness roll target five. Oh, now one. you fucking roll well. Thank you for that. Uh, Yeah, that's going to be a six. Minus one, that's a five. Okay. Um... Your friend just saved your life, and not for the reasons you think. You have a you have the distinct sensation that uh there was an edge that you were coming up to. You didn't see it. 
you felt it. And your head would have come clean off had uh, Sylvester not pulled you out. You're not sure how you know that you were about to get guillotined, but you have the oddest sensation. Oh, God. Oh, damn. Oh, oh boy. Gravity is reasserting itself in only one direction. It's comforting, but also disorienting. Uh, Albion's going to just lean over and puke. Not on anyone. Okay. About to say. <laughs> just, so, we can't go that way. Sylvester will hand him a tissue. Thank you. Oh, God, oh, jeez. Um, oh, yeah, no, we can't go that way. That was the sky. Dez, uh, I'm going to have you resolve this having the site open. Uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to continue to look there to try to get more information, or are you going to try to look somewhere, quote-unquote, safe? Um, I'll keep looking to see if I can get more information. Okay, well, that's going to be another Discipline 6 followed by another Lore 6. Oh, right. Um, who else is in the room? Uh, it's outside, and it is, uh, John, Wesley, and Annie. Okay. Um... I want to get more information. I feel, I'm like I'm the only one out here. I should probably do my part. <laughs> okay. Uh, make me a discipline roll, and it's going to be a target six. All right, that's a five. So I'll just take another mental hit. Yep, that's one more mental stress, and you still cannot close the site. Yeah, my um, my mental uh hit from uh, when I did my spell earlier that cleared, right? Correct, because this is a new yeah. scene. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then I need to do another lore roll. And my dice are stuck in my tower. Oh, no. Get down. There we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> that worked out great. Um, that's a eight. Nice. Oh, okay. You so... boys should get stuck more often. <laughs> <laughs> so you are focusing your attention on this because there is some mystery happening here. Uh, that you are trying to get information on so that you can, I guess, help yourself in the future to try to solve what's going on. Um, the site, it seems, has started to, like, you're starting to look and penetrate through this uh, hole in space-time. And where you are currently looking, it goes into, it. there's just, it's just sort of sliding across uh, the never-never, parts of it that are completely alien to you you've never experienced before and you're not going to get a good impression of because again you're seeing them through this sort of like odd lens of reality distortion in front of you but you know that this particular hole is unstable in a very strange way that you have never heard of before um, and you, I assume, are going to sort of, like, try to peek around the periphery of this thing, and it's not like you're seeing that there's necessarily a tether that's pulling anything. It just seems like there's this motion, and you cannot locate the source of the motion that's happening. And again, this is motion on a planar scale that you are only seeing a fraction of, which is why your brain isn't immediately breaking. You choose the craziest stuff to look at in the site. <laughs> Albion was just all, like, very sight-happy, like, I'm going to look at this and this to gain stuff. And Dez is like, I'm going to pick the times, and they're going to be the wildest shit. 
<laughs> Give me the abstract. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've only ever seen the abstract in the sun. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, isn't it great that this is burned into my imagery forever? <laughs> yeah, it's in, your, it's in your brain for all time. All right, Des, how are you getting that site closed? Oh, can I just, like... I, I'm gonna look away. <laughs> Where? Uh, I'll look at, um... I'll look at Wes. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Wes in the site before? I don't believe you have. I've never seen anyone in the site. <laughs> oh, that's right. You haven't. Okay. Uh, you are going to look at Wes in the site, and Wes is a uh, target 29. Okay, no. Um. <laughs> I hate you. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Wes is, Wes is a target of four. And that's just conviction, right? Uh, that's discipline. Discipline, okay. Uh, that is a five. Congratulations, you take no mental damage, and you are able Yay. to close the site on subsequent exchanges if you choose, or this one. And now make me that lore roll. Oh my god, he's a werewolf! <laughs> <laughs> that's a six. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I love that. I love that for me. caught a hind <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i caught a hind incredible okay yep. all right yeah who in the room went to english major <laughs> uh went to english oh. major that's the <laughs> sentence you chose that is the sentence forget i exist goodbye <laughs> <laughs> all right what was going on where were we <laughs> two more crickets <laughs> What was going on was I was about to went to English major. <laughs> Learn to speak good. Oh. I'm being Tom, I word. Hold up. Tom, the most important thing you missed with Christine is actually crickets. Okay, no, that's, that actually checks out. I've 8,000 crickets it's... in a sweater. Yeah, like spiders, man. <laughs> <laughs> spiders, man. Or the harrowers. We are all angry Haven. now. All of us. All 8,000 of us. Oh, no. Christine, you're one of the harrowers from Gloomhaven. Oh, no. <laughs> My brothers and sisters will have our vengeance. A thousand oh, spiders crap. in one Spider-Man costume. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.